Now tell me who on the uh, with us? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, I bang and let your brain tank snitches. All the people uns were riches who carry. Yeah, buddy, we are back in the hizzy shakeback sports show the ot version what's going on out there good people just because we did or for the simple fact that we did not get to some uh some some topics that we wanted to get to in the show that's going to air saturday and sunday 12s and 6s central standard time on the big game christian sports network we are back in the fold and i have with me in the studio once again behind door number one mark quest and huff what's going on quest What's going on? What's going on? Glad to be back on. Yes, sir. OT version. And speaking of OT and OG, Corey Ellison. What's up, man? What's good, my brother? Glad to be back, fam. All right, man. So we're going to dig into this, man. Big Game Christian Sports Network, bgcsports.net uh, for uh, the actual website to listen to all of the shows as they air. Uh, tune in app. Throw in BGC Sports in the old search bar, and then that's where you'll find us. You can listen to uh, our show and all the other shows either at home via the network's website or on the go with the TuneIn app. So um, as we are continuing to talk about NFL, uh, the NFL, and, and, and we, we left, last left off in the show talking about a myriad of things. And, you know, we had some uh, <laughs> we had a couple of things that we didn't get a chance to get to. And one of them is. The number 26 pick overall in the NFL draft in 2020. That pick belonged to Jordan. Actually, it would belong to somebody else. I can't remember what team it was, but the Packers actually traded back from the 30th spot to the 26th spot to get Jordan Love, quarterback out of Utah State. Many considered him to be either the third or fourth best quarterback prospect on the board. And. Green Bay Packers actually already have a quarterback. You guys may have heard of him. I think his name is 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 Aaron Aaron something. Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Is that what it is? Yes, sir. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think that's his name. I mean, he's got a cannon for an arm, and he's won an MVP uh, a couple times. I believe he's actually won a Super Bowl as well. Um, but Jordan Love, number one pick out of Utah State, is going to be the heir apparent to uh, one said Mister Rodgers. That bad man, and uh, he wasn't too happy about the pick going back to the NFL draft and the coverage of it. Um, but then something came out on, I believe it was on Thursday, about Jordan Love's contract three year, $12 million, somewhere to that effect. All of it guaranteed. Let me repeat that four years. $12 million, $12.38 million to be exact, all guaranteed. Never has that happened for the 26th pick in a draft in NFL history. And uh, the boys are in here, and they are primed and ripe and ready to go, and they're ready to bring the thunder. Um, let's start this thing off with Corey because he actually brought it to our attention uh, on Thursday as we were taping the actual show. So, Corey, I mean, hey, Jordan Love never played it down in the NFL. Um, got one of the all-time best quarterbacks ever uh, in in front of him. What do you think about this deal for Mr. Love? Man, I think that where there is smoke, there is fire. Um, 
we all know that Aaron Rodgers is a supreme talent in the NFL. Uh, like you said, he has a cannon for an arm. He's able to improvise and still do things that some of these young players don't do. Um, with them having his last draft man and, and drafting a quarterback and then going and drafting a, a running back as well, they didn't do anything to help Aaron Rodgers at all. He needs players around him. The, the team has been lacking players that could help him. So I didn't understand why they did it. But if you look at it, man, I I truly believe I don't I don't think Aaron Rodgers is gonna be there that much longer. I think they're gonna move away from him and start a new regime with these young cats and, and let them do their thing. That's just what I think. Quest, as uh the only one of us that has ever played at that level. When you see this, when you're on a team such as the Green Bay Packers, let's say that you're on the team right now with them, and you hear when that the Packers have, number one, traded back to get this kid, and then number two, offer him a fully guaranteed deal. What's going through your mind as a player on the Packers? Uh, one, we've seen this story before. First of all, let's, let's not forget Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. They drafted Aaron Rodgers in the first round. He came out. He sat behind Brett Favre for, I, I believe, was it three or four years, some, somewhere around that. He sat behind him for three years. He sat behind him for three years. And, I mean, look how that turned out. He groomed him. He, he, he sat behind him. He learned a lot. And that's what those veteran quarterbacks were, especially a Hall of Fame quarterback with the caliber of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's, think about so much that he can learn. And I've, I've come from the same conference as he uh, went to Utah State. I graduated from the University of Wyoming. The Mount West Conference, it's not the, the most NFL-ready conference. You're not going to get a lot of players like the SEC, like the ACC. You're not going to get a lot of those players out there. You're going to get players that, that when they come into the league, they're going to be on some type of learning curve. And I believe that this is a, a, a great fit for for the uh, the young man coming in. But for Aaron Rodgers, like I'm with you, Corey, it, it, it does seem like they're starting to push him out the building. But uh, for him, I think it's going to be okay because, I mean, his, his resume speaks for itself. He's going to forever have that arm talent. And he, his, his brain is second to nine in the NFL. So wherever he, he goes after the Packers, I think their franchise is going to be in great hands. Yeah, and, and I look at it like this because what you said, Quest, makes a lot of sense because – or actually it was factual, uh, the actual factuals. <laughs> um, when, when, they, when they did draft uh, Aaron Rodgers at the, what, the 23rd slot back in whatever it was, 2005? Um he slid. Nobody thought that he would slide as far as he did. So to me, that brings a little bit of different dynamic to it because Aaron was expected to go much higher than he did. Jordan Love, they actually basically went and got him. And when you have, and I think Aaron Rodgers has three years left on this deal. And that'll put him at what, 30, I want to say 37 or 38. Um, but when you have a draft that was as deep and as rich with wide receivers as this one was. They've got their running back, I believe, with Aaron Jones. He's he's a good guy, or he's a good kid. He's a, a great player, actually. Um, but when you when you have a run a, a draft that is full of receivers like this one was, and you don't get any of them, that tells me one of two things. Number one, you think that the core that you already have. Uh, with uh, Devontae Adams, who's a good, he's a good receiver. He ain't great, 
uh, although he did rip up the uh, Dallas Cowboys in the 2014 uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the division division game. Y'all remember that game? I think that's the game where Dez said he caught the ball, but he didn't catch it. Uh, yeah, so he did rip up the Cowboys in that game, but and he's like I said, he's a he's a I think he's a solid number two receiver um, because when when Jordy was there, he was obviously the, the number one guy. But when you when you had all these other receivers that you could have gone gone and 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 and, and gotten and you didn't do it, to me, it kind of says what you guys are saying about the fact that he may be on his way out the building. And we do know that we have a uh, there's a new coach up there uh, with uh, Matt Lafleur, and even though Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest to ever do it, he may not be Matt Lafleur's guy. He may not be his guy. So, um. It's going to be interesting to find out, man, what takes place. Um, and, and, and what I was going to say, too, was, you know, Brett Favre said, I ain't mentoring this dude. I'm not, I'm not going to mentor Aaron Rodgers. That's not my job. My contract doesn't say that. My contract says to go out and do the best, the best thing I can to win football games for the Green Bay Packers. It doesn't say anything about mentoring somebody. Um, we, haven't, we don't really know if Aaron Rodgers has come out and said that, or if he has, I don't know about it. Um, but I think, man, that – the fact that he's what 33 34 years old 35 maybe um and he has had a decline in in, in the last couple of years due to due to some uh, injuries or whatnot uh but last year i mean they had a great season and losing to the 49ers the way that they did um in the nfc championship game uh i, I don't know i don't know so again jordan love fully guaranteed four-year deal for just over 12 million dollars Never been done by a number 26 or a, a, the 26th overall pick in the NFL in the history of that great sport. So thank you, Corey, for uh, bringing that to the table. Um, another story that we want to dive into that just recently just came out. I think it actually came out Friday morning, early Friday morning. And that is the team in the nation's capital. And let me tell you how ironic this is. People have been screaming for decades about the Redskins mantra and the nickname for the team that's in our nation's capital about it being racially offensive to Native Americans. And then here you have all of the things that are going on in our country in terms of racial injustice uh, and, and bigotry and all those other things. And then you have the current president who seemingly is doing nothing to unite, but to further divide as he plays up to his constituency. So it came out on Friday morning that FedEx, the main sponsor to the Redskins, of which that stadium is named after FedEx Field, right outside of Washington, D.C. I've seen it. It's monstrous in person. They have said that they are reviewing whether or not they're going to take their sponsorship away. Quest, I'm not sure if you've ever played in that stadium or not. Um, kind of, you have played in that stadium. Yeah. So, so number one, tell the people the atmosphere as a visiting player in that stadium because I heard it was one of the loudest. It, it's right up there. To me, the loudest stadium is Arrowhead Stadium. I mean, Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. That place is crazy. But uh, Washington, D.C. is definitely up there. The atmosphere is amazing. They, they have great fans. Uh, it's loud, it's hard to play at, and they got great feel. For a lot of fans, that don't mean nothing, but for us players, when you got there, you feel that grass between your toes, the way it feels, it feels amazing. So, you, 
I mean, the environment is great, and it just sucks that they're going through this. And uh, it's it's been a topic of discussion for many years, as you said earlier, and it's it's something that definitely needs to be reviewed. And and bring Corey in in just a second. Um, but what I find to be very funny about that, as in funny as in ironic, is the fact that um, this team is in our nation's capital, as I said in the opening statement. Uh, they paid $205 million back in 1998 to the Washington Redskins for the right to name that stadium FedEx Field. And uh, FedEx chairman or founder and chairman, CEO Frederick Smith, is also a team minority owner for the Washington Redskins. All right, Corey, so you found some some other fun facts <laughs> about this. Let them have it, man. Yeah, man, like, like we've discussed um, after the George Floyd killing, man, how we have to affect change. And in order to affect change, you got to apply pressure. If you have – um, if you have the ability to do that, then you need to come out on your platform and do that. And that's exactly what FedEx is doing. Like you said, they're under contract through 2025 for 205 million. They have requested that they change the name of the stadium. Um, Nike and Pepsi has also come out and put pressure on the organization. I read something where they said that Nike has started to pull the Redskins gear off of their online store. That's mm-hmm. the type of change that we need, man. That's that's the type of positivity that I like to see. Um, on the Redskins behalf, um, I read something where they said that the founder, George Preston Marshall, um, they removed him from their arena of uh, fame. Uh, they removed his monument uh, from RFK Stadium. And they said that he was the last owner uh, to fight or to push back in regards to integrating um, the NFL. And he was the last one to do it in 1962. So, like I said, man, like we we talked about weeks ago or months ago, you know, when all this stuff went down with George Floyd, uh, if you have a platform to do it, then we need you to do it. If you have a voice, we need you to use your voice to to affect change. And I love what I'm seeing, man. I hope this goes through. It's been a long time coming. You know, Native Americans do not deserve that. Um, so let's see what happens. All right. So I, I, I have you gave me a lot to chew on right there, Corey. And, um, you know, as I'm processing this through my mind right now, um, Washington, D.C., just in case you people out there uh, didn't know. I shouldn't say you people just in case everybody out there didn't know. Uh, Washington, D.C. is the nation's capital, (laughs) number one. Um, Number two, uh, the center of the racial injustice, whatever, 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 whatever rhetoric rhetoric you want to call it, is there, okay? It it pretty much is everything, the the center of everything governmental. Number two, um, the Washington Redskins had the first quarterback and one and and the first of only two quarterbacks of African American descent to not only uh play in a Super Bowl but start a Super Bowl. And that would be Doug Williams, former Grambling State University phenomenon. He is actually with the organization now. I believe he's like a general manager or something to that effect in Washington DC. 
And then you had this thing that Corey mentioned about their uh, principal owner. Um, and now you have uh, a minority head coach in Ron Rivera. So I just think that all of these com- things coming together like this, it ain't no con- uh, no uh, it ain't no coincidence. And I'm for one that uh, applauds it. And as I continue to go back and forth with people on Facebook, you know, I, I, I found something out on Friday morning. And this is it. If, if you're not a minority and you don't under you, you, you don't understand the plight, but you really it's not that you don't understand when you come back. And when we say or when it said that black lives matter, it's not just a, it's just not a freaking political movement like y'all are trying to make it out to be as a matter of fact whoever turned it into a political movement um they need to be tar and feathered because it's not a political issue it's a human issue and when they when when we say something to the effect of black lives matter women lives matter minority lives matter and they want to come back and rebut us by saying well you know what i got pulled over by the cops too and they slammed me up against the hood as well okay but you getting slammed up against the hood uh, 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 the hood of a car has nothing to do with disenfran- disenfranchised African Americans, nor does your situation have anything to do with slavery and separating of families and denying black people educational rights all those years ago. So all of this happening in the nation's capital, hmm, I think that is very, very interesting. So. Um, good stuff, fellas, man. Um, if y'all got anything else y'all want to bring to the table, uh, anything at all, this is the time to do it. I mean, we still got a few more minutes left to go uh, in this particular podcast that will be up and running on Friday. iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, um, as well as all of your other platforming or your podcasting platforms out there. Looking forward to getting this one up. Um, Quest. Um, I want to discuss... Antonio Brown, do you guys believe that he should deserve an, another opportunity playing in the NFL? Go ahead, Corey. And if so, who who do you think would be a great fit for him? Go ahead, Corey. Uh, man, this dude is – man, I, I think everybody deserves chances. I do. Uh, but how many chances are you going to continue to give people when they continue to do the same thing over and over again? Um, I say, yes, give him one more shot, uh, but whoever signs him, it needs to be a very incentive-laden deal um, with with the fact of him knowing that, hey, if you do X, Y, and Z, there's no question, you're gone, you're cut. Um, as far as what team to sign him, it has to be a team that has a strong locker room and it has to be a team that has a strong coach. Um what team that is, I can't answer that question. I'm sure you have um, a team in mind or two that, that you think, but for me, I just don't know. But like I said, there is no denying he's a he's a talent. He has talent, but he got to make sure that, it, that his head is on straight, man. And like I said, he needs a strong organization that, that can do that. Definitely with that. What about you, Willie? Um, let me be 100% honest about this, okay? I, I don't think he deserves another chance. He's already had three. Okay. Pittsburgh, Oakland, and New England. Three strikes, you're out. Um, and at each, well, 
he didn't he wasn't in New England long enough <laughs> to cause any trouble. And Corey, when you say it's gonna take a strong coach, well, it doesn't really get much stronger than Mike Tomlin, John Gruden, and Bill Belichick. It doesn't really get much stronger than those three coaches right there. Who else is it gonna be? Bruce Arians, he's already ha- he's already had him in Pittsburgh and has actually basically said, look, this this guy is not coming to Tampa Bay. Um, I, I do believe in in another chance, not necessarily second chances, but another chance. But this dude has been given two another chances already and three chances overall. And he has done nothing to show you that he is uh, on the up and up. So. I don't think he deserves another shot, which is very unfortunate. And I don't mean to sound like I'm I'm hating on a on a brother uh, in in a way to to for him to make money because every opportunity he 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 has had to make money, he himself has blown it. I mean, when you give up thirty million guarantees in Oakland, I don't have really much more sympathy for you. So that's my thought on that. All right, man, that's gonna wrap it up for the OT of the Shakeback Sports Show right here on the Big Game Christian Sports Network. As we prepare to get out of here, um, we want to wish everybody a happy holiday uh, for the Independence Day holiday. Be safe out there. And uh, you can catch us again uh, Monday or uh, actually Saturday and Sunday on the 12th and 6th Central Standard Time on the BGC Sports Network as well as on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify and whatever else. So that's going to do it for Corey Ellison, Marquess and Huff, Willie Epting Jr. We're going to leave y'all out with this. Peace, we out. Y'all be good. Be safe.